possible if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly. Welcome to the TMI Show. It's time to create the relationships you deserve and manifest the fruits of your labor. Your self-transformation begins now, 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 now. Are you ready to be touched, moved, and inspired? This is the TMI Show. Now, here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome to the TMI Show. Hope you're ready to be touched, moved, and inspired. I'm Sean Butler, one of the owners of Abundance Education. And our radio show and workshops are designed for you to create the results you want in your life now. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power Studios. And as always, I'm sitting next to my beautiful fiance. Sharita Zafrula. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in again to the TMI show. I'm so excited to be talking about our topic this week. This is what abundance education is about. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. So what would be possible for you if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly? The purpose of abundance education is to give you the tools and the opportunity to access everything you need to create the life of your dreams, a life with abundance, purpose, and owning your greatness, inspiring and inviting others to own their greatness as well. Find out more about all of our workshops, trainings, and the TMI show at AbundanceEducation.com. Yeah, so last week we ha- our show was called I Declare, and we spoke about what a declaration is. Absolutely. One of the the most powerful things that you can do to actually further yourself and further your dream. So we we actually talked a lot about what the difference is between a declaration and a wish. You know, uh, there is a difference. uh, There's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. A wish is, you know, maybe someday if the stars align and I win the lotto and, you know, I, I get a genie. Um, I can have everything I want. A declaration is putting something bold out there that wasn't going to happen anyways, that calls you forth to be greater than you are right now to go after it and have it happen. Definitely. And that we also spoke about the, like, I don't like saying requirements, but maybe the padding around when you declare something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the the four major things you need to know about a declaration is they require absolutely no evidence. Mm-mm. No agreement. No agreement. No agreement. <laughs> you might be all by yourself out there. You don't need agreement from anybody else. So no permission with that. Never any permission. Leaders don't need permission. <laughs> right? And we also spoke about the most powerful declaration that was declared in this country which is the declaration of independence without that we may not have a radio show right now yeah um you know declaration of independence was one of the the best examples of a declaration that's out there period Mm -hmm. it was something that wasn't going to happen it was something that they they had no evidence that was possible at that time to actually have an independent state of a monarchy 
Um, there was no agreement. Nobody ever thought that, you know, this is something that they should do, could do, or even existed you know, at that existed. time. Existed, yeah. yeah. It was totally different. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure there was people around the founding fathers that were looking at them like, mm, yeah, you guys are crazy. This mm-hmm. is probably not going to happen. Or this is way out there. What are you guys thinking? Right. <laughs> and, and what do you think would have happened if they would ask for permission on that one? Well, we're going to be here right now, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we also spoke about the two most powerful words in the English language. I am. I am. And everything after that is a declaration. That's right. Whatever you say after I am is a declaration. So make sure it's, it's something you want to own because you're declaring it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you want to catch that show, make sure you download our podcast from AbundanceEducation.com. Sean, who do we have in the dream room tonight? In this show, we have Chef Josie again. So awesome to be here, guys. (laughs) I love you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight we'll be discussing the key to the dream, but first we'll take a little music break and pay some bills. The TMI show will be right back. Have your pens, smartphones, iPads out, whatever you need so you can take some notes. Hey, this is Coach Simone Kelly. And this is Hermann Dubois, a.k.a. Dr. Goya. A.k.a. my Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx. (laughs) And you could check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Own Your Power Radio, where we talk about personal and business development, relationships, sex, and anything else that comes to mind. Don't miss us every Wednesday night at Own Your Power Radio, the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Keep it locked on OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com. Peace. Girlfriend I had I love her like my mama Like I love my dad I love her like a Fresh notepad Like I love the mic pen Like I love the laugh I love her for the Underground paying dues I love her for the DJ spinning records I love her like Miami winning music we I love her like A Jeff Campbell would be I love her like Side black chef and yams Back to back Ripping up the track man. I love her like The sweetest harmony Kill Scott Rather be. I love it like I love the most high. I use it when I use my third eye. I was born with it, with it, I'll die. It's the game, y'all. Spinning game, y'all. So come when May, sunshine and rain. I got love for it all, and you should keep the same. I love for it all, and you should keep the same. I love for it all, and you should keep the same. Be the same now. Sometimes you can't even fade If you're doing something other than what you like You can't escape, just don't give up the fight Don't you know that you came from the earth Have some faith, best believe what you're really worth A whole lot more, so much in store For your future So whether on the block or chilling in the club Whether on the CD or your radio Give love to the creator's plan Cause you know he's with you till the end like in the studio with my crew Jeff turned me up on the one and two Paul and Black told y'all this before Raheem and me are back with the truth for sure 
what you do In this game of life there's a plan for you In this game of life there's a plan for you In this game of life there's a plan for you up a pin or play the kissing game with my first girlfriend I heard cuts from Jeff truthfully even before my first breath this game was my destiny same goes for my people's Raheem and V same for the Raiders in this industry and every other cat that looked out for me yo sit back relax check what you in for me and these cats we blend like we can folk loving the key yo rock any tempo do it from the soul it feel oh so simple Philly, D.C., Jersey, about to win, y'all. It's rain, sunshine, and rain. I got love for it all, and you keep the same. I love for it all, and you should keep the same. I love for it all, and you should keep the same. Be the same now. Soul and hip hop, just the way you like it. Are you sick and tired of getting stains, smudges, or spots on your dining room chairs? Well, I came across a genius product that was created just for you. And moms out there, I know you're gonna love this. It's called Easy Chair Cover, and it's for your dining room chairs. And it's about time. It's a universal problem for every family that sits at the dining room table to eat, and then they hear, "Oh my God, something spilled." Everybody starts to freak out, but now you don't have to worry. I have your solution, and this is a product that is washable, stretched to fit, no stapling, no hammering, and it's easy to install. And what's even better, it comes in different colors to help you redecorate. It's really a no-brainer. Your chairs will look brand new, and you want to find out more? All you have to do is go to EasyChairCover.com. That's the letters E and Z, ChairCover.com, and you can purchase your first set starting at $19. That's EasyChairCover.com. Make sure you tell them on your power sent you. When no one else around you got to believe in Welcome back to the TMI show. I'm Sean Butler in the dream room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is the key to the dream. Today, we are blessed to have in the dream room, Chef Josie. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I love being in here in the dream room with you. Awesome. What, what's been going on with you? Uh, well, geez, um, there's a lot going on these days. Um, I'm becoming a an official resident of Wilton Manors in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. Exciting. <laughs> They've been trying to recruit me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, when I'm not doing that, um, I'm I'm right now involved in a program called Trainers Forum, where mm. I am on a journey of becoming a transformational uh, trainer to yes, help impact people's lives and and bring out their greatness. 
Um, what I'm not in a different way is. because you already do that. We all know. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you blush like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I'm not doing that, I guess you could say that. Of course, I'm always cooking, staying connected to the people, creating community with food. I mm-hmm. I um, offer up all sorts of private. Uh, events, cooking types of uh, parties. I do this um, one thing, which I just love. It's really my bread and butter. It's a, uh, it's, it's an interactive dinner party. So it brings the whole Top Chef experience into your house, wow. and uh, we we cook along with your friends. We create a menu together. Uh, obviously, some planning goes into that beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like Top Chef Challenge. Here's a mystery basket and then boom. No. <laughs> and if that's what you want, we can do that. Uh, however, what I do is, you know, basically like six to ten people, we all like cook a meal together. And then we um, create. So it's like part education, part entertainment, a whole lot of fun and bonding. Um, yeah. And I offer that to like corporations for team building sort of scenarios, marketing, all kinds of fun stuff. So I cook where I'm needed, where I can bring people together. (laughs) Awesome. And then I have one last thing, which is Biggie Dreams. So you can go to bigedreams.com and, uh, our whole thing is your dreams are our ma- are, are our business. So <laughs> your dreams are our business. So I love being in the dream room. It's like, Woo-hoo. and how perfect is it that you're on the key to the dream show? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. So it works out, right? Yeah. So absolutely. welcome. Thank you for being here tonight, Jersey. Oh, thanks yes, for having yes. me, guys. So tonight the discussion will be centered around the key to having your dream. Sure. That's simple. So well, let's start with what's not the dream and, um, how does scarcity show up in our lives? <laughs> That's a very open, open-ended question. Right. What's not the dream? I, I have a few ideas. What are you guys thinking about? Well, um, actually, where we come from is, is scarcity. Hmm. You know, um, one of the things that keeps people from going forward is all, all these not enough conversations. Sure, right? Like. I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I don't I'm have not, enough. <laughs> I don't have enough. I'm, you know, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have enough willpower. I don't have enough dedication. I don't have enough commitment. Like, yeah. you know, do I need to keep going? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you know, where does that scarcity really come from? Right. Well, that's a that's a good place to explore and and I I would say that that it starts probably in our womb. Mm-hmm. In the womb, you know, who knows what you're hearing when you're in the womb. Mm-hmm. I know I'm always talking to my friends babies bellies and I <laughs> I come up and I rub them up and I'm like, "Hey, it's Josie and I'm just <laughs> waiting for you and I'm going to give you big hugs and kisses when you come out and I let them know." Um, I feel like I came out, I I was told that I came out with a big old smile on my face and super, you know, happy. And I make up that, that, that had something to do with the context that my mother was being as the vessel for Mm. this, you know, for this, my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so maybe that's where it begins. And then, but scarcity, I think, is like it's ingrained in every area of our lives. Um, just turn on your tube, your yeah. your television, yeah, or listen to the radio. Um, 
<laughs> look at food. This mm-hmm. is my big conversation, you know, with Global Soul Project. Um, we 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 sit around and we we allow 45 million people to go hungry in this country every single day, mm-hmm. yet we throw 250 plus pounds of food away each day. Mm-hmm. You do the math. And so we continue to tell everyone there's not enough food, there's not enough food. And then everyone is like, not everyone, but the people who are starving are starving. Right. And so really, you know, that's that's kind of all of our responsibility, I feel, to step into a place of what do we get to add in this moment to create a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but scarcity, man, scarcity really gets in the way of of realizing what it is that you want because when you're constantly thinking about what it is you don't have how do you even see the possibility of having what you what you want absolutely and and one of the things like everything that you were saying there um, one of the big places scarcity really starts from is this distinction that we have of me and not me Mm. right like if there's just one of me and we have this uh, have this bottle of water then there's enough there's enough water for me but as soon as it becomes me and you which is not me if that's how i see it right now all of a sudden this one bottle of water may not be enough right and so you know we we could go into like quantum physics and and all the way down and really see how this delusion we have of me and not me on this planet is there yeah it creates a separation mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. now i'm willing to take what you have because there's not enough for me and mine Mm-hmm. And 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 the separation is where we are creating these like this aggression, this violence, this war. like you know war, hunger, hunger, you know crime. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we learned this then? <laughs> everywhere, right? everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's well, everywhere. It's 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 a part. It's it's a part of our our psyche as a society. I mean. <laughs> You're gonna get me to go there, <laughs> but 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 we we think about it. And we think about um, government, and it's much easier. It's much easier to control a society that is coming from a place of scarcity because they're also scared, right? And fear is a big a big motivator. To follow the rules mm-hmm. is 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 a vicious cycle, mm-hmm. right? Like certain people perpetuate that there is not enough for everybody, and then where we really start learning it is from the time that we're brought onto this planet through mm-hmm. our families, right? You you got to watch out for yours, yeah, right? In inside your family, this is my room, right? This is this is my area. This is my seat. This is, you know, all these things are mine. Yeah. And and then when you go out and you're introduced to somebody other than your family, then it's like, well, this is our family stuff. You know, this is all about our family, 
Right? Yeah, kids it's are like, taught this in school, mm-hmm. in the games we play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's like even in like a dodgeball, a simple game of dodgeball. Now we're like picking who's going to be, and the kid who's left to be last is like, what's the conversation he's having? Mm-hmm. And so it's a part of... I guess socializing, mm-hmm. right? This is there's no better way to socialize children than to put them with other children and let them all figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, kids are sponges. So I mean, I've been doing a lot of work with kids these days um, with Global Soul Project. That's my mm-hmm. that's my other thing, you know. So I'm always busy keeping myself busy, uh, but uh, like kids. They're sponges to our scarcity conversation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, if you ever notice a young child, right, a pure young child, they don't see people as different. They don't see color. They, they want hugs from everybody. They want everybody to pick them up, right? All these things are learned. Right. I, I, I definitely believe that from the bottom of my heart. The scarcity conversation is learned. Yeah. You know, um, Seeing people as different from you is learned. You know, uh, one of one the the greatest quotes by Nelson Mandela was, "No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or the background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so so like we are born into this global <clears throat> consciousness that there's not enough, even though we've we've proven scientifically there's more than enough to feed yeah. everybody on the planet. There's more than enough resources for everybody on the planet. Right. And we we we're still on that global consciousness of there's a surplus, <laughs> right? But we're 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 in that. That well, even if there's enough now, you know, maybe we in might the future, run out of it. We might run out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you and never so, can get out so of it. So if we're gonna right? run out, you know, we're gonna make sure the U.S. is taken care of, and you know, screw the rest of the world. You right. know, we're gonna be okay. That's where all these oil spikes and prices come in. We got a reserve to the to, to run the country. You know, one of the biggest, busiest, most oil-driven countries in the world for the next twenty years. Right. Right, but we're hoarding that because we might run out. Mm-hmm. We might run out. Yeah. And so, in in doing that, it brings up the prices for everybody who's doing it. And you know, who, who needs it now? Right. So, so you know, and scarcity holds people back from having a conversation about creation. Exactly. So now it's like, okay, we know we're going to run out of oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. <laughs> Do the math, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a, bri- a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist to figure this out. And what else is possible in creating something new using the resources? There's a lot of um, tools if you if you've ever studied permaculture design and how we can set up our all of our systems to to basically work together because if we come from a place that we're all connected Mm -hmm. right then absolutely then we come from there you know instead of a place of there's not enough for anyone we're we're basically yeah so yeah and i love how you said that about 
scarcity stopping you from becoming creative, mm-hmm. right? Um, Sherry and I were talking about this the other day, right? In order to come from a creative place, right, you got to get to a neutral place of nothing, right? And scarcity, with scarcity, there's fear. There's all these conversations about not enough. So in order to get to that abundant creative place, you got to get to the, the point where, like, we're just making all that up. And it's not a real conver- it's not even a real uh, conversation that that's real. Fear is a, an emotion that we make up of worrying about something that hasn't even come yet. Right. It's not the truth, right. or it might be the truth. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment that we mm-hmm. make it truth, then it then we like own it, mm-hmm. and we believe it. <laughs> It's so true. And so how would coming from a place of uh, an abundant perspective or from a place of abundance make things different for us here or anywhere for that matter? I think everyone's attitude would have (laughs) would shift automatically because now instead of me worrying about what you're taking from me, I just get to be with you. Mm -hmm. I I like looking at like going swimming in the ocean. Mm. Right, that that's an abundant place to come from. When when you go to the beach and you want to go swimming, you're not like, oh no, there's not enough water out here for me to go swimming. Mm-hmm. If all these other people are out here, right, right, <laughs> yeah, there's an abundance point. of water. Yeah. it's everywhere. It's all around us, and and it's not like we're trying to own that water. That water comes and goes. It ebbs and flows, and we don't even think about it as a scarcity conversation. There's plenty of water. Yeah, We don't have to do anything. We don't have to go out there and search for our little plot of water and make sure we protect it for <laughs> our and our family. Like, you know, this is the butler zone only, mm-hmm. you know. You know, we don't have to do that because it's abundant. Yeah. Imagine if we came up like that with wealth and food. Yeah. And, and, and one of the most primal basic needs of all human beings – before even food and wealth, and that's love, right? We all want to love and be loved. Yeah. And, you know, that's like our most basic need. And if we came from that abundant place where it's abundance, you're not even thinking about that it's not there. Right. It's all around you. It's like air. Mm-hmm. Right, we we don't think of like air, breathing air. Like, yeah, I want to go swimming in some pools of love, some <laughs> yeah. oceans of love. Yeah. Like that's you know, my my parents they sometimes they they tell me I'm a hippie, and <laughs> I don't do think, they really? Yeah, you know, I don't know where they get that from, but um, you know, they they say, oh, you're like a hippie. It's because you're such a you know. They used to have a flower children when we were growing up, and I'm you know I I laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess the message is love. And so if the message is love and that makes me a flower child, I do like flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but we, we can, like you were saying about food in the world. Right. If we came from that abundant place. Everyone it, would be fed. Yeah. Not only would they be fed, we wouldn't be struggling and seeing it as finite. Right. It'd be like the air we breathe. We don't go around here saying, oh. I got to block this area off because this is my area to breathe air. We don't even think about that. It, it's not even in a conversation of like scarcity or I don't have enough. 
We we all think all the time that we we have too, and some people have way too much air, right? <laughs> some, some people like are oxygen thieves, mm-hmm. but or little tornadoes, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But you you see, when you come from that abundance place, it doesn't even come into something that's even on your register that it's not enough, right? And in transferring that into what we're going into like talking about the key to the dream Mm -hmm. the key to the dream you know it it starts with coming from abundance sure absolutely without a doubt like not just abundance of what's out there as far as resources yeah abundance of of seeing and, and having what you have and appreciating and being grateful you know, and having gratitude for the life you're living in, like appreciate every single moment as a lesson, mm-hmm. as 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 a as a as a possibility to create something. It, it's really interesting when you start talking about abundance. What comes to mind for me is how how some people just like stop lot living. You know, it's like I, I hit thirty five. I'm past 35, but I, <laughs> you know, I, I hit 35 and now, well, you know, they say that when you're 35, you should have X, Y, Z, and this is how your life should look. And this is what it looks. And now I'm just going to like, mm-hmm. I guess, resign into this life that everyone says I should live. Right. And, and with abundance is like, you, you get to know that you can enjoy more. Yeah. No matter where you're at, no matter if you think you're at the mountaintop, you can enjoy more. You deserve more. You you get to have it all. And what we'll start talking about when we come back is it comes from the abundance within yourself. Sure. That you are enough. Mm-hmm. You have everything it takes. You are perfect, whole, and complete. Yes. That's right. So on that note, it's time to take a break, and we'll be right back with the TMI show. You don't want to miss this because you are enough after these messages.
what's around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome to the TMI Show. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is the key to the dream. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Chef Josie in the house. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know it. <laughs> so uh, before we went to break, we were really talking about one of the fundamental elements of, of going for your dream is believing in that abundance. Yeah. And not just the abundance of resources that are on this planet that are all working for you. Because there's resources everywhere. And whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. But knowing that abundance in you you are perfect whole and complete and you have everything that you need inside of you 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 came straight from the factory fully loaded you (laughs) you don't need no modifications or anything else you just get to start accessing you know who who you get to be you know one of the things that uh talked about in our results workshop is you never get what you want you get what you are. Mm. So in, in saying that is like you constantly get to, to reinvent who you're being, who you're being. Right. Because what keeps showing up in your life is uh, it's it's a direct reflection mm-hmm. of the way you're being. Absolutely. Definitely. And realizing that everything is available to you if you so choose to access it or you know, tap into it. It's, it's, it, it, there's an abundance of everything in yeah. there, you know, you just got to figure out a way to tap into it or access it or, or shift yourself so you can use that to create what your dream, what, what, what you're up to. You and, and a lot of people I think are afraid of knowing what they want. When you ask them like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and we they, just talk about this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause it just keeps coming up, you know, and it, it's, it's like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? And people don't know what they want. And what is the thing that stops us from from knowing? Because we all know what we want. Mm-hmm. But what stops us from, like, communicating that in a way that we even hear ourselves say what we want? Like, we're too afraid to even say, what, what, what do I want? Do I deserve it? Do I deserve it? Am I enough? Mm-hmm. Am I good enough? Yeah. Is it possible? Absolutely. Right? And, um, yeah, that, that's true for me. I've, there's been moments for me where I've, <clears throat> like, getting married. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> <laughs> for a long time, I said, yeah, I don't want to ever get married. Ever. Yeah. Right? Point, I can relate. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's, um, I wouldn't even say unconsciously because I think I co- more consciously knew this than I was uh, um, leading on to believe. Mm-hmm. But I did want to get married. I do want to have a family. I do want to, you know, have the white picket fence and, and the wedding and, and all the shenanigans that come with that. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at the time, thinking if it was even possible for me to have that, thinking that I deserve to have that, thinking that... Um, will I find someone that I deserve in my life that I would even imagine going down that path with? You know, right. I was like, yeah, probably not. So I'll just say that I don't want to get married because it's just much easier than having that other conversation. Mm, right. And not to put you on blast or anything, oh, but when I actually <laughs> did ask you to, to marry me, right, one of the questions you like, 
is this real? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you know, I just paid like a car note for this thing. <laughs> like, it's real. And I didn't mean the ring isn't real. Right. Clarify that. I meant like okay. the proposal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, uh-oh. What's coming up for you guys right now? <laughs> <laughs> but ju- I, I just wanted to say that because just notice that like – no matter how much work we do on ourselves, we still have those conversations that actually come up for us. Yeah, yeah. right. And even in that moment, like, you know how I feel about you and you know that I wanted to marry you. Like, that conversation came up for you right then. And mm-hmm. It's like, is this real? Yep. Right? And it comes <laughs> comes up for all of us in, in a variety of different ways. Oh, man, everywhere. And, yeah. And... That that's one of the things that you get you get to understand is you deserve to live in having what you want. You deserve to have your dream. You deserve to be happy and live a purpose filled life. You deserve to live a fulfilled life. And you're worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and so I keep hearing this deserve and this deserve and this deserve and I, I don't want to take it to another another place. And, uh, you know, I, I told you I was in, in trainer forum, mm-hmm. which is super intense with <laughs> master trainers, Ray Blanchard and Betty Spruill. And I mean, just a whole group of amazing transformational leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, that conversation did come up and it was interesting about how it came up for me. So you're, you bringing this up, deserve, deserve, deserve. What if we don't deserve it? You do deserve it. But what if we don't? I I would say that you absolutely do. And your conversation of not being enough, not doing this, not being good. Like I've done bad things in my life. I've done this or whatever. That I don't deserve, right? Right. But what I guess what I'm saying is, what if what if the deserving, you know, like everything that we receive in our lives, mm-hmm. what if uh, it's not really what we deserve? We're all worthy mm-hmm. of everything we receive, but the deserving, like what what makes us like deserve anything really? So, like, what if it's just Grace. <laughs> I knew you were going there. It, you, <laughs> Thanks, you Ray. Could, <laughs> you could be, but here's what I'll say to that. Your dream, right, that, that, that powerful, deep-down dream urge, that purpose you've had all your life, right, that you've known since you were younger, and it's just wanted to come out, and you, you've had people say, no, there's no way you can have that. You, you can't do that. I can't do anything. You can't do that. You, When you're talking about your dream and what's really powerful and passionate for you, that that is your purpose. That's why you're here on this planet. And not only do you deserve it, you get to own it. You get to stand in that greatness, and you get to share that with the world because you are the only one who can. So not only do you deserve it, you get to own it and and live it all the time. Because here's what will happen if you don't. If you you can ignore it, it's not going to ignore you. 
it's going to come back to you time after time after time in all the I wish I could have, I should have, maybe if I had only done that back then, or maybe if this would have happened, I could do this, or, or maybe, maybe, maybe. And you know, all that's where regret comes from. That's where, you know, this, this hole that's inside of us comes from where we're just uh, empty because we're not living our purpose. And I believe from the time we're on this planet, we already know what that purpose is and we can try to avoid it and we can try to hide from it and we can try to run from it, but it's there. And I believe it shows up to us like a dream, but it is our purpose. So not only, not only do you deserve it, you, you own it. And if that's what you call grace, have at it. <laughs> yeah, and I think also for me, the word deserve sometimes can, um, I, I don't, I would have to look in the dictionary to see the exact, and maybe you could do that for me, please. But like for me, sometimes it can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like collapsed mm-hmm. in deserve, meaning it's my right, or you know what I mean? Like, like you're supposed to give it that to me. I deserve it. Right. Right. Which is a different come from, and for me, and when I say the word deserve, it's it's like, I deserve to have this so I get to create it. Not like I deserve to have a ring so Sean better buy me a $10,000 ring or I'm not getting married uh, to him. It's not entitlement. Right. It's not entitlement. Mm-hmm. It's deserving it. It's knowing that you are perfect, whole, and complete, and whatever it is that you want, you deserve to, you deserve to have it. You deserve to create it. It's not an entitlement. Like, nobody owes it to you. Nobody owes you anything in this life. Not your mom, not your dad, nobody. You get to go out and create what you want. We are all responsible for our own selves. Mm-hmm. And so with deserve, the uh, official official Oxford Webster. Dictionary is Webster. <laughs> this is Oxford. Oh. Uh, so... Um, you know, do something or have or show qualities worthy of reward or punishment. Synonyms are, are merit, earn, warrant. Mm-hmm. So it's just an interesting word. Yeah. You know, our words have so much power. Definitely. Right? And our come from or one word can, I mean, technically in the dictionary it can have many meanings, right? But right? I mean in that way, but a word can have a different come from from everybody, even though the definition might be the same. Just yeah. like in the, for deserve, for me, you know, it's it's not, like I said, it's not a right or an entitlement, but I know I deserve to have this life, and and I get to create it, not sit back and, you know, just wait yeah, for it. Yeah, expect it, right? Yeah. In mm-hmm. the place of expectation. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, it's and 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 expectation gets you in some trouble, right? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I don't really think that expectation is coming from abundance. That's no, <laughs> definitely not. It's it's like a facade of abundance or something. <laughs> so, what can you use to um, have your results or your dream? What's what are some tools or um, what's the word I'm looking for, Sean? I mean, tools, I guess. Yeah, yeah tools. To, to create, to start creating and working towards your dream and having that happen. Um, I'll jump right in there because <laughs> jump, jump. I'm jumping in this one. Uh, this is a deep pool, deep. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that has really supported me on on my 
my own personal journey is stopping. <laughs> Get off. Yeah, you know, like stopping long enough to really be present with what I'm even doing and asking yourself what really matters to you. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to that question, right? Like, what do you want? Right. And, and some people are like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Yes, you do know what you want. So you stop. You stop telling yourself you don't know what you want. That, that's really, really big. And that comes back to like knowing that you're worth it and you're perfect, you're whole and complete. And hell yeah, you get to have what you want. And I, I like what you were saying is, like, why is it important? Like, once you find out what it is you want, why is it important? But one that's, like, even a bigger twist for most people that even brings it more into power is what is at stake, hmm. right? Because a lot of times we'll do for others what we won't do for ourselves, okay? And, and say... um, uh, let's just come up with a hypothetical. Um, you know, I want to go and teach kids and, you know, um, disenfranchised kids, right? And why is that important to me? Because I want people to know, you know, I want these kids to grow up and know that they can achieve what they want. They can do what they want, right? And, right. and that's pretty powerful right there. Yeah. But... <laughs> You, wait for this. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that sounds like enough. I'm just saying, right. Sean. <laughs> right. But sometimes we won't go for it because mm-hmm. we don't think that we're enough or we're smart enough right. or whatever. But or that it, we can but, make an impact on these kids' lives. Like, right. who are we? Like, you know, I'm a chef and I want to mm-hmm. feed young people and empower them through food and empower people through, you know, food. Right. <laughs> and like, it's it's all comes to me from, like, getting us to the table. But there was a conversation I was having mm-hmm. that said, I've never been in a classroom except in one that I was supposed to be in, right? Mm -hmm. So how can I teach a young person about life? How can I teach another adult about life? I have one question for you. Sure. That's really going to take that into overdrive. This is where I was getting. You told me why it was important, and I got it. That's a beautiful picture of why it's important, right? But sometimes that's not important enough to you to get over your own conversations, Mm -hmm. right? What's at stake? If you don't, what's at stake for those kids who who don't get that in their life? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, what what what's at stake for them? Well, if if I don't step into a place where I get to empower them, then they fall into this uh, social vicious circle, void of hope. And then what what might happen? They will probably end up in jail, dropouts out of school, uh, getting poor grades, not living the life that they have. Every every child has the potential um, and the possibility of living a fully expressed life. And, and so what might happen if they go to jail or they drop out of school? Oh, yeah. Well, then... Forget it. You know, they get stuck in the system. Once, you know, the the success rate for rehabilitation, once you're in the system, is not very high. And then what might happen 
if they get stuck in the system. Man, if they get stuck in the system, then who knows? Maybe they get stabbed while they're in jail. They come out, they rob a bank. Who knows? Like Because from a place of now scarcity, which has become desperation, mm-hmm. now we we have like snowballed it into a big who knows who knows what will happen then okay but it can't be good right (laughs) so so your dream of doing this right why it's important is is awesome and that might not move you past your conversation of i've never been in a classroom other than a classroom i've been in right but these kids dying on the street yeah what what does that do to you now? Yeah, because they're waiting for Chef Josie to go in there and teach them, and that's what's at stake. is is not just a little class, right? There are lives at stake waiting right. for you to say, "Okay, so I've never been in a classroom, not a problem. Here I go. Yeah. Watch me roll and, and keep going." <laughs> well, you know, because what you're saying right now is is very very powerful and. Um, one thing that also comes up for me around this is is in that place where like you're like ask yourself what's at stake you know what I'm saying too is these are two really great questions to be with yourself mm-hmm. with and you know some people don't want to share that out loud with mm-hmm. some another a human being mm-hmm. and I invite people to really like do it on your own man mm-hmm. do it in the close like do it in the dark Whatever you have to do to get there and get clear on that, like be committed to yourself enough to be continuing to ask yourself why and what's at stake. Why and what's at stake Mm -hmm. and why and like be okay with the fact that you may not have the answer in that moment. Mm -hmm. And visualize it. Visualize that why in in Technicolor, you know, like mm. 3D, you yeah. know, like... Every, Big, wet, and juicy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, every sense being touched, every sense being, you know, in, in, in that visualization. If you have your why, you visualize it and you see what's at stake so you can move yourself forward. I mean, hello. Well, you know, we, we say in the restaurant business, I do a lot of restaurant consulting. And one thing is like if you're building a, a business plan, right, and you have this restaurant concept in your business plan, it has to be you walking through. Like, what does it feel like when mm-hmm. I walk through the doors, when I pull up in your parking lot, when I sit down at your table? What does it smell like? Mm-hmm. You know, like Absolutely. what does it sound like? What kind of music is playing? So, man, there's so. It brings it to life. Yeah. And exactly. it brings it to, it's already happened. I just haven't got to that point in time. Definitely. Now, I wanted to say, um, read a quote from Wayne Dyer, doc- Dr. Wayne Dyer, yes. right? Yeah. Abundance is not something you acquire. It is something we tune into. Please hear that. <laughs> because the tune is already inside of you. That's yeah. right. You have everything already inside you. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a my so, Buddhist my Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> so um, abundance education is starting a new trend of one day workshops, and we will be having another one day workshop April eleventh. Fun. Okay, it's yeah. on relationships. Create a ten. Baby. Create a ten relationship. So uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Come talk to me April eleventh and find out. Oh man, <laughs> sounds right. awesome. So uh, to find out more about all the Abundance Education workshops, just go to AbundanceEducation.com. 
And uh, you can check out our Facebook page as well. And that is also Abundance Education. So special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. Yeah. The Own Your Power radio network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. They also have R&B, soul, and eclectic grooves to keep you in a good mood. (laughs) I love when you say that. Tune in next week for the personal coaching show that we are going to have. It's going to be with Sean. It's going to be super exciting. Yay. Yeah. So until next time, remember to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly, sending much love and abundance to everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Else around you got to believe in yourself. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Yandy Songbird, and you already know I'm on the hottest talk show here on radio. It's Own Your Power. Better get it right. Own Your Power. Yeah. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Enroll today in Own Your Power Communications' groundbreaking course, Eight Weeks to CEO. This powerful eight-week program is based on Simone Kelly's book, Jack of All Trades, Master of None, and features her private coaching, which will keep you focused on a progressive transformation of your business. If you're ready to fire your boss, an entrepreneur at heart, a business owner, and or overwhelmed with your business, you'll benefit tremendously when you sign up for this personalized business development program. It will give you the knowledge, tools, insight, and confidence to lead your company and create extraordinary results. Eight weeks to CEO. Enroll today for one-on-one or online classes. For more information, call 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO.